candy girl. <laughs> and you got me. <laughs> Sugar. Aw, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. <laughs> and you got me rocking you. Put it down with me. I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And this is Sex Archie. And be honest, you skip the first 20 seconds of every episode. Come on. You know you do. I really like the theme song for how <laughs> awful it is, except for the fact that it's then stuck in my head for like <laughs> days. But but we're back to doing regular we stuff. Are, it was back. It was on. We just watched an actual episode we of Riverdale. Did. We didn't read a book. We didn't read your submissions. We saw real live televisual content. Uh, specifically, Chapter 8, The Outsiders, written by Julia Cohen and directed by David Katzenberg. And it was an episode. We've, we've definitely covered that. So what happened in this episode so what ha- so that certainly did exist? It starts with seeing some, some wonderful posing by the Cooper family for a yeah. family photo. Yeah, we, we get a whole, like, uh, previously on the last seven episodes of Riverdale, let's, essentially. Let's let's tell you about Polly's story and how they broke up, and then they're back together, and, and then they ran away. And, and it's these flashes of memory that are being conjured by Jughead for his novel, yes. which you can tell because he's in that background of half of them just looking all creepo at people. <laughs> I like the one where he's sitting in the booth at Pops and just, like, staring at Polly and Jason in another booth, like, Jug, stop being weird. He's actually staring at their milkshakes. He's the very milkshakes. jealous. He's very, because he can't afford it. But but that brings us to the present where Polly is giving her statement to the police about what Jason was up to shortly before his death. Yes. She, she corroborates that he was getting into dealing drugs, but she wouldn't really put it that way. It was just one big delivery that the Southside Serpents uh, uh, gave to him for, uh, you know, one time cash payout. Just take it upstate and there you go. Yeah. All these things were in the car, like even the ring that mm-hmm. uh, they got from Nana Blossom. The creepy grandmother. Yes, the creepy grandmother was in the car waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Which clue? It's a clue. It's gonna come it's up. It's gonna come up. That Somebody's ring, gonna be wearing that ring. That ring is gonna like fuck someone over. We we haven't done this show for a long time. You can tell because we're suddenly doing predictions in the first two minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't remember it later if I don't say it now. We go. Uh, Jughead and Archie are playing a un recognizable video game. I'm sure if I freeze-framed, I'd have a better guess, but it seemed to be some sort of war shooter that was also a fantasy spell-throwing game? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what it was. They're they're hanging out. They're bros. Yeah, and Archie's dad comes in and tells them that they smell bad. Mm-hmm. And they need to open a window. I, I do like, like, oh, he's settling in okay. And, he, and Jughead's like, Oh, well, yeah, it's fine. It's just like being in a college dorm. He's like, what's that make me, the RA? Like, he's really worried about being like the old dude. <laughs> a little bit right then and there. It's okay, Fred. You're a cool dad. Please <laughs> calm down with your dadly anxieties. <laughs> it's fine. Does this even count as video game trash talk? Oh, uh, where they are. Archie even sucks at video games. He's always team killing Jughead. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Jughead complains and Archie replies, war is hell. No, people are. No, hell is other hell people. Hell is other people, that's what yeah. it was. Because Jughead is is very literary. Yeah. 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 He knows all about them French plays. 
it comes up that the construction on the drive-in, mm-hmm. the old drive-in site is supposed to start tomorrow. Archie's dad is like, oh, sorry to bring this up, Jughead. And he's like, it's okay. Just make something beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a nice it little won't moment. Be. It won't be beautiful. Yeah. It'll be big, though. So then they're back in this weird student lounge. The obligatory. With the cafe. Like, we used to see these kids in class. What happened to that? They don't go to class anymore. <laughs> Why not? They got other stuff to do, like solve murders. I guess. And so they discuss Polly and what's mm-hmm. going on. Everybody's there. getting square. There's this weird slight at the entire Blossom family, and Cheryl's in the club for this scene. He's like, yeah, that's fair. She knows her family shit. It's okay. Uh, Veronica has the idea for a baby shower. Yeah, because the, the problem is the, the Cooper-Blossom feud. Yes. So Veronica's idea is have a baby shower. They'll both have to go because that's just the way showers are. Yeah. And because it's a public place, they won't fight. Veronica. (laughs) Veronica's missed, like, a lot. Yeah. Uh, You know what else was a public place? Taste of Riverdale. And people got slapped in the dang face. Yep. Okay? Yep. This is a bad plan. Yeah, it's a very bad plan. This is when... Uh, Veronica says, uh, Jughead can come too, cause she's Betty's boyfriend. And everyone makes a glance of some sort. Yeah, but Betty's just got this sweet little, oh, it's, it's clearly the first time she's heard it out loud. Yeah. And she likes the way it fits. And, and Jughead kind of had that too. Yeah. Like, a little bit more surprised. I was like, oh, oh, oh. But I love that Veronica's like, yes, I said the B word. <laughs> it's just a word, people. Move along. That's my girl. Well, th- this is also the scene where um, Veronica is talking about being torn between things like working for uh, uh, Vanity Flair oh, and yes. being invited to Elton John's Oscar party and someone else's Oscar party. Yeah. Kevin was really excited about those yeah, things. Yeah, I'm really excited that you can subscribe to Vanity Flare with your American Excess card. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you could do that on that uh, web browser. What was that called? Oh, you, you just use Sleuthster to Sleuthster, find... Sleuthster, there we go. ...to find their online uh, subscription yeah. form. Yeah. And that scene is interrupted when Alice shows up at school, but then we immediately cut away and we just have to, like, stew in the anticipation for what she's going to do with these kids. Yes. And uh, so at the construction site, all of Fred Andrews' workers have walked off the job because... They got a better job. Yes. Mr. Blossom has offered them guaranteed work for the next two years or something. So they're like, well, we had to take that. We're just syrup jockeys now, Fred. Doesn't matter. Like, you know we couldn't say no to that. And so then he's just left hanging. We, we go back to Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. who's, who's grabbed them. and uh, Thrown them in an empty classroom. Yes. Because... Because no one goes to class. No one goes to school in this school. Yeah. Well, she confronts them about how, like, Polly's hidden away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they tell her about the baby shower. Yeah. And, and Betty tells her that, you know, it's your choice whether you want to be a po- part of Polly's life or not. They're, they're basically emancipating themselves at the age of 14 and what, 17, 18 yeah. for Polly? I, I love that Betty and Veronica have these identical coffee cups. Yeah. They're just so in tune now. Well, they're like ones they bought at the cafe. It's not like reusable ones. Right. It, it's not just that they are identical because of course they would be, but it's 
that they're in the exact same spots on the desk. So in the mirrored shots, they are yeah. basically the same cup in two places. There is that. So then uh, Fred Andrews is on the phone trying to get uh, workers to to come mm-hmm. and work for him. Uh, and this is at home and Archie comes home and this is when he finds out that the business is in trouble. It has been. Mm-hmm. Things are not good. And Archie's like, why did you tell me? And I'm just kind of like, Archie, shouldn't you pay more attention? You did spend all summer at your dad's company. <laughs> I don't know. Archie doesn't know how to read. He's definitely not checking the financials. Like, I, I love Archie. And I'm also like, Archie. Open your eyeballs and ears, please. <laughs> if you just paid attention a little bit more, there's so much you would know. Um, so then it's breakfast at the lodges. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And I said, what about breakfast at the lodges? Yeah. I think I remember the scene. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. I think we did. Well, this is the show we've got. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. They're talking about the baby shower, which is mm-hmm. the first Veronica's mom has heard about this. And Polly. And they're Polly's into it. It's like, hell yes, presents. She, she's like, I want mom there. And the blossoms, too. Betty delivers the most unbelievable promise. Something that she cannot possibly deliver on. Quote, the entire Cooper family will support you, Polly. Nope. Nope. <laughs> N- no. Nope. Veronica's mom wants to have a word with Veronica, where they just go around the corner, and she's like, what are you doing? In this big open room, they don't even go, they're just on the other side of the couch, basically. (laughs) This is not private. We were watching Arrow yesterday. They wanted to have a private word, like Felicity and Diggle, and they went just upstairs in the loft that has no actual full walls. (laughs) It's a television show. As someone who knows what a non-full wall is like in an apartment, like... (laughs) Everyone can hear everything. So uh, if any of you want to crash on our couch, just know that. It's basically like we're all sleeping next to each other. (laughs) Keep Uh, your hands to yourself, folks. Veronica's mom's all like, them together, they have been the Hatfields and McCoys, there will be a blood bath. What are you doing? Excuse me, I'm counting on the social contract. (laughs) She brings up the fact that the Blossoms are making a play for the drive-in property. I'm not really sure why, like, there's a reason given, and we will get into that, but it seems like that's just a cover. I think it's just out of spite. Like, they don't want whoever this secret partner is moving into town. So then uh, Veronica asked her mom to talk to Alice, mother to mother, and she's like, oh no, (laughs) which I loved. She's like, no, no way in hell is that going to go down. Fred Andrews just like... He drives up to Thornhill. And just, like, screeches his car in front of the gates. (laughs) And traps Father Blossom inside. (laughs) Father Blossom. And he's all like, what are you doing? What are you doing going after my men? And Father Blossom is all like, that property's ours. We built our maple empire on that land. And we shall seed in the family once again, Andrews. Yeah, pretty much exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fred's all like, I'm going to come after you. I'm going to come after you with everything I got. And he's all like, well, what's that? What? Yeah, you're just a scruffy man in plaid. What are you going to do? He could have punched him really good. He wanted to really good. Yes, but he didn't. No. <laughs> Archie shows up to the construction site. He saves the day with he his team brigade. He brings a team. Every, every 
male teen with lines, nearly. There was Kevin, Jughead, Moose. Archie. And Archie. And there's one other person that I did not recognize. Also a silent man. Maybe it's the one loyal employee of Andrew's construction. No, it's totally one of their friends. But yeah, so they show up. And they're like, we're here, we're going to work. And our Fred Andrews is like, what about school? Which is a great question. What about school? What about football? What about the law? Like, I don't know. We can do it after all those things. It's fine. Because Riverdale technically isn't in any of the U.S. states. They are not subject to child labor laws. Yeah. 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 So it's fine. As they all walk away to go get to the, the work Kevin mouths at Veronica's mom that he loves her boots. You were about to mouth it the way he does. I didn't was, you? I was, and then I stopped myself because I was like, no one will know what I'm doing. Audio medium. <laughs> so look up that gif. <laughs> there is one, yeah. We should like retweet that out. <laughs> and yes, Moose. We finally have Moose. Moose has lines for the first time in many weeks. I had to ask though, is that supposed to be Moose? Because I is. didn't know what Moose was supposed to look like. Out of sight, out of mind. And that's why you can have secrets just by walking to the other side of a room. Yeah. 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 So then uh, Alice and Hermione Lodge are at Pops. Mm, having a mom to mom. Mom to mom. And it's not going so well. But then Hermione's like, you know, what do you want? Like, if you want Polly, if you want to have a relationship with Polly, if you want her back, like, you need to be there for her. Mm-hmm. There's this really good moment where... We see how much Alice is against the whole idea of this baby. Yeah. Because uh, she doesn't want her daughters to grow up. Yeah. She can't wrap her head around her babies having babies because then they aren't her babies anymore. Yeah. And Hermione has a much more realistic view like, hey, is what's going to happen? We we did it. We, we did the mom thing. Yeah. Pe- people raise babies. <laughs> Other people are doing that everywhere in the world. We did that. It's it's cool. You got to get on board because it's happening. We go back to the construction site and mm-hmm. Moose is so excited to work out. Oh, yeah. Do his construction. I got all the moosles. And, and Those, then, that's what Moose calls his muscles. Yeah. There's moosles. Yeah. yeah. And then, then he uh, mentions that uh, Kevin's ripped. Kevin's a and little he should, ripped. He should join the uh, the football team. And he says, you know, well, I prefer one-on-one contact sports. Like boxing? Do you, Kevin? Do you like boxing? He's the only person in his weight class, so he automatically <laughs> he wins. He just wins and he doesn't have to beat up anyone. And then, and then, we I think what your favorite moment was, oh, you I mean, might have liked it a lot too, but I was not quite as vocal as my, my significant other over you here. You mean Jughead in his tank top? Yeah. Show, showing them guns? See, I told you he had guns. I told you if he got in a fight, he could knock some people up. He's wiry. That's what he is. But he got muscles. Yeah. He's got them stealth muscles. Wears a baggy shirt. You don't know he's got muscles, but they're in there. They're in there. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got those muscles. <laughs> but I, I believe you were all like, damn. That's I, a that's a quote. Did you put that quote yes, in your notes I did. too? Okay. I did. I might have been internalizing that, but you just let it let it go. Maybe. Yeah. I'm glad we can find the same people attractive. Yeah, like you. You should be proud of yourself. Well, I don't agree about that one, but okay. okay. Uh, They get done with their hard day of work, and they all come in, and Moose is like, oh, no, I forgot my phone. He goes back out, and then when he goes to get his phone, there's people beating up a generator. There are hooligans. Hooligans. And then they just get tired of beating up a generator. And they beat up Moose. Yeah. It's the next best thing. And and they they all rush out. 
what happened? Are you okay? And he's like, they said that as long as we keep working, they will keep coming back. But he doesn't mm-hmm. know who they were. Just and some ruffians. Yes. So then Sheriff Keller shows up. Take a statement. And and Fred Andrews, you know, brings up the fact that the Blossoms are against this and that they're trying to get the land. Well, and I don't know. It doesn't sound like Mr. Blossom would be hiring hooligans. And then Archie blames the serpents. And, then, and everybody's really on board with this theory. Except Jughead. Except Jughead. He's just looking around really uncomfortable. And then Archie calls out Sheriff Keller that if it was the Blossoms, he would be helping them in an instant. Mm-hmm. And but, but because they're the Andrews, he doesn't care. And I'm just like, Kevin, you got an opinion about this. <laughs> Nothing is happening. <laughs> There's like no look to his face or anything. I was like, I would love to know what he thinks about this right now. He'd just give a little one up. <laughs> And again, again audio, no. so just imagine what I did there, <laughs> audio medium. I think um, I pinched something in my shoulder, so there's a clue. We haven't mentioned, I'm wearing my Jughead hat. Yeah, you're putting together a costume, uh-huh. a Cole Sprouse Jughead costume. Uh-huh. And I, I finished the knit hat, and I'm wearing it, and it is very exciting. And very warm, I'd imagine. It's quite comfy, I feel quite comfy right now. Okay, good. Yeah. Polly asks... Betty, if the mom's mom's coming to the baby shower. She's um, been invited. Yeah. But <laughs> the important thing here is Polly asked Betty to be her the godmother of the baby. And she acts surprised, but like, would you, know, you be? You know. She's not been shown to have any friends in this town. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we jump to Pops where they're all meeting up, all the teens, mm-hmm. and they're having this conversation before they get there. So, yeah, it, it opens with... Jughead and Betty and Veronica. And I think Kevin might be there. But anyway, yeah. the, the girls are getting filled in. and they no, ask it's how- just the three of them. Yeah, it's, okay, it's just the three of them. And the girls ask Jughead if Moose is, how Moose is doing. And he says, his name is Moose. He's fine. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I do love that. So then Archie comes in and he's all like, we're going to go to the south side. We're going to see the serpents. They're probably behind this. And Jughead's like, we don't know it's them. Like, why would they be? Yeah. Archie says, Kevin's boyfriend can get us into the bar. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? How? So Kevin's boyfriend's not a secret? Then why hasn't he been in any episodes? My question is, why would you think Kevin's the type to keep secrets? You just know that within the hour, he just went running through the streets. I kissed a boy. I kissed a boy. It was my way of understanding why the hell Joaquin and Kevin were not in any episodes leading up till now from when that happened. And I was like, okay, fine. They're keeping it on the down low because he's like a serpent and he doesn't want it getting out and they don't want like trouble. But but no, like they know. So there's no reason why (laughs) I should not have seen at least a date and a smooch since then. I am pissed. I'm so sorry. I'm really pissed. I'm just flashing back to what I assume is a deleted scene. It must exist somewhere where uh, Kevin is on the phone to everybody or like sending a, a mass text where he says, all right, guys, good news and bad news. The bad news is my dad's murder board got burgled. Good news. I kissed a boy. <laughs> Jughead's all like, we don't know it's them. Betty brings up the fact, well, they're drug dealers. And Jughead he's, is he's incensed. Like, he's scandalized. Says, says who? Like, what? And he's very upset. And Archie's like, I'm going to go do this. Are you coming with me, Jughead? And he doesn't 
go. He doesn't go. Kevin goes. And, and Archie's very upset about this. Well, of course Kevin has to go. Joaquin's there. <laughs> <laughs> I will follow you. Yes. Follow you. So Moose, Kevin, Joaquin, and Archie go. Mm-hmm. To this the serpent bar that has a snake in the bar. They have a pet python. Yep. It is on brand. This is basically a theme restaurant. It's it's the rainforest cafe of biker bars. <laughs> and it has pool and they play some pool. Yeah. And they're so keeping yeah. an eye out for... Moose is there treating it like a, a suspect lineup. He's trying yeah. to see if he can remember the faces of the men that punched him in the dark. Yeah. So Moose thinks he spots someone and Archie like goes straight up to go after him. And they're just like, whoa, Archie! He's not even confident. He's like, how about that guy? And Moose is basically like, maybe. Oh. I also and love... Immedi- and Archie immediately picks a fight. Like, Archie wore his, like, school jacket there. Like, dude, how much are you going to stand out? Like, Moose at least just wore, like, a dark shirt. But Archie's got to wear the Riverdale jacket. And there's still nowhere in this entire town that cards. No. No. No, no one at all. The guy that he goes to, like, beat up, who then ends up throwing him on a pool table, Mm -hmm. his name is Mustang. Don't know if you caught that. Yeah. Yeah, his name's Mustang. I was expecting it to be like Viper, Black Mamba. <laughs> I'm sure there are people with those names. That's probably like one of Skeet's like names. Yeah. Because he's like a leader. You get a snake name if you're a leader. That's what the P stands for, Python. There you go. Uh, so yeah, Skeet appears. Pa- Papa Jughead. Goes down the stairs like badass. He's like, hey, stop fighting. I mean, I guess we should have known, but I'm a little surprised by also how surprised people are that he's a serpent. Like, they didn't know, but is it really that surprising? This probably makes a lot of sense now. You're putting stuff together there, Archie. Oh, yeah, the slimy criminal guy. Yeah, huh. That makes sense. So, yeah, then they go to leave and and doesn't let Archie leave. No. You stay. You explain what's going on. And uh, he, he jumps... At the fact, he's like, you did this. This is payback for for my dad firing you. You dumb motherfucker. (laughs) Your family's done so much to help my boy. Why would I threaten the roof above my son's head, you dipshit? (laughs) Also, I called your dad. He's here now. As soon as he walked into the bar, I called him. (laughs) He makes him get in the car, and and Fred talks to, to Skeet, and they're all like, it's tense. It's a little tense, but it's also like got each other's backs, kind of. Like it wasn't my dudes. I'll, I'll, I'll try to help figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye on your boy. He turns back, and Archie's not in the truck because, well, Jughead couldn't have gone even if he he wanted to because he had baby shower baby duties. shower duties. Yeah, he had to, he had to bring out like the desserts and crumpets. <laughs> this, it's this tiered dessert tray <laughs> that he held at arm's length, like. It looked like they they were asking a, a recovering alcoholic to bring in the wine. <laughs> yeah. The way he was carrying he was these desserts. He was trying not to eat it all before it got in there. He was trying really hard. <laughs> he didn't want to like take away everyone else's food. He was like, if I keep it out here, I can't eat it. I can't eat it. Buddy, you so, know, thanks him for for putting up with coming because mm-hmm. it's and not I, really his thing. I will say that setting up a baby shower. <laughs> With your partner, who is going to be godmother of the baby, 
is an important task, yeah. and it can be a stressful task. It's, it can be but very busy. I think he did it almost as well as I did this fall. Yeah, we yeah. had a lot more fucking work to do. <laughs> and this fall, you mean this January? Oh, yeah. 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 Ours I'm was just, much more involved than theirs. When I say I am Jughead, I mean I am Jughead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, like, also the first time we get, like... Happy, sarcastic comments? Yeah. He's still sardonic, but it's with a smile. Yeah, and he made, like, an actual joke. Oh, my sweet boy. Yeah, and and, then they smooch. A little bit. And a little smooch. And then Alice comes to the shower. I'm sure the bug head tag is exploding all over the world. Oh, yes. And so Alice arrives. And it's awkward, but they Polly hugs mm-hmm. her, and and then of course as they're having their little moment, Cheryl just bursts in the entrance. <laughs> like, We're here with this giant ass pram with a big bow, like you would put on like a Corvette. Yes, and she's bouncing more than the shocks on this stroller are. <laughs> and she she is followed by uh, Nana Rose and Mama Blossom, and, and they they have buried Granny in present. so many. They they must have went for the entire registry <laughs> yes meanwhile cheryl is uh beaming about the pram and how it's the best one that it is the most expensive one yes and you can thank me my by making me godmother kidding awkward. not kidding awkward she goes back and forth between kidding and not kidding what twice three times yeah uh, mama blossom apologizes for being kind of a jerk and then nana blossom yeah. uses her ancient crystal yes. magic yes yes <laughs> Uh, over uh, Polly's stomach, and I love uh, Cheryl says she has dementia and gypsy blood. And you know that's a volatile combination. And then, and then, uh, but she diagnoses it's twins. Twins. Alice Cooper makes a thing about a comment about um, how it's like occultism, but what? she's just happy to be there. <laughs> it's fine. So, so Alice's gift to Polly at the baby shower yes. is her nightlight that mm-hmm. we see in earlier episodes. And they play it off as this sweet thing, and Polly's like, oh, how did you even find this? But we know. We, like, saw it recently. It's, it's been in Betty's room the entire time. She just stole her daughter's nightlight and wrapped it up for her other daughter. Yeah. Alice, you suck. Yeah. So then, like, Archie <laughs> arrives, and, like... Walks in kind of awkwardly to this thing, and he goes right up to Jughead. He walks across the back of the frame, and I'm like, did they, did KJ just walk on set and they forgot to (laughs) not use that take? What happened? He asks, like, did you know, did you know he's a serpent? And you were just protecting him. And this is in front of God and everyone. And of course, everyone else technically. And Jughead is very upset Mm -hmm. and very embarrassed. Then Archie just like storms out with Veronica being like, you need to go. Yeah. Because you're you're crashing the baby shower, Archie. Archie has no sense of time or place. So Cheryl invites Polly to come live at the mansion. Mm-hmm. And while they're uh, unwrapping the uh, Blossoms gifts. Yes. Which include this ratty-ass antique rocking horse. That you could not even put a baby on. It's just a decoration. Nobody brought good gifts. No. I mean, I can hope, like, the pussycats did. Yeah, yeah. There, I love that everyone walked in with like a tiny ass package to it, like it's except all for, except for the pram. Well, so nope. like where? Okay, she needs a car seat. She needs a bigger stroller for when the baby gets bigger. She needs clothes, diapers. Like there is a lot of big things you need. Okay, theory. 
Nobody knows where she or the baby are going to be living, so they all got gift cards. That's a good idea. <laughs> it's, um, it's all just babies are us uh, gift cards. So, uh, excuse me, babies am we? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so Alice gets pissed about this whole like inviting her to the mansion and and what Mama Blossom said about that, and they just go off at each other. Yeah, Veronica, how's your plan going? Yeah. Then Polly goes off and she's like, Jason's dead from this hate. You are the reason we couldn't be together and you're the reason he's dead. I do love that uh, Alice called out the bedbug infested Trojan horse. Yeah. So good. But yeah, Polly laying down the law. And then after the party, she goes in for round two and hits even harder, which is the best. So, like, Alice Cooper goes up to talk to Polly, and she's like, I'm sorry, it's just that woman, that woman didn't send me away. <laughs> oh! oh! And she's like, I want I want you to come home, you and the baby, come home, you're welcome there. And she's like, what about dad? What do you mean about dad? Like, he'll just have to get used to it. Are you sure he's not going to make me another appointment? What? Yeah. So- he said he'd pay for it. So yeah, Hal Cooper, unbeknownst to anyone else in the family, yes, it seems. Alice Cooper did not know about was this. Was pressuring Polly into aborting. Yep. Made an what? appointment, didn't ask her what she wanted, was like all ready to make this happen behind their backs. Mm-hmm. With no input from Polly, which nope. is the the bad part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then uh, Archie comes home and he finds his dad pretty upset. And they have a whole conversation about how Fred Andrews has been trying to build things, build a family that failed, build a safe life for Archie. And that's up for debate. And, he's, and even, he's trying to build some condos and that ain't going great either. Yeah. So then Archie's like in this big thing about legacy and like, well, if I have a kid and he hates music, maybe he'll really like construction and he'll want to do what grandpa does. And your legacy is my legacy. No, it's the other way around. He's your dad. Archie, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Excuse me, teacher fucker. <laughs> uh, so then we're back at uh, the lodges. And Betty goes to talk to Jughead, who's just very, like, sitting there and, like, scared. Yeah. He's worried that he's just going to get, like, dumped. Because his dad is a drug man? He's like, I'm I'm sorry, I should have told you. He's like, I was embarrassed. She's all like, I want to know about you. I want to know everything about you. Like, y'all, you just heard all that. So, like, we got no secrets anymore. So then they decide, though, that they, they need to go talk to Daddy Jughead. They got to talk to FP. They got to talk to Skeet. To the F place. And and uh, so they go, and he introduces Betty to him for the first time. It's first time meeting her, his dad, mm-hmm. officially, I guess. So. I would like to point out something that's been present in, in FP's home every time we've seen it. Yeah. But I haven't mentioned. Yeah, he has a big mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> The singing trout? It was perfectly framed in this entire scene. In the year 2017, FP owns a big mouth Billy yeah. Bass. Uh, don't worry. Be happy. That's something I'd like to tell the characters on this show. Yeah. They should probably just chill. Yeah. They should play that fish more often. Yeah. This isn't a social call. We, we have questions. Mm-hmm. To his credit, Jughead... In this family moment, he goes straight into, like, 
investigator novelist mode. Yeah. He's, like, you can tell that he's conflicted, but he has to ask the questions. Yes. Including, did you kill Jason Blossom? Well, before getting that, he asked him about specifically the drugs. Yeah, there's a lead up. His dad was like, well, no, where'd you hear that? From this person and this person, like. Come on, it's out there. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 there was drugs, yeah. Yeah. Those and, drugs, yes, And yes, then, yes, yes. did you kill him? And he's like, I might be a lot of things, such as a terrible father, but I'm not a killer. And and so they leave, and, and Betty asks Drughead if he believes him. And he does. He does, even though for a second it seems like he was going to say no. <laughs> um, and Jughead asks Betty if she believes him, and she says, I believe you. And then they make out. And the whole world begins to glow golden. It was a street lamp. It was, it was exploding <laughs> behind their heads as they smooched. I was really happy for them. Yeah, I, I was too. Yeah. So uh, then, then, Alice Comes goes home to home Hal. And she's like... Whoa. He's angrily watching sports on the basement TV. Yeah. Hal is never a happy man. No, she's like, what did you say? This appointment? You made her an appointment? And and are like, they not allowed to knowing? say? Are they not allowed to say the word abortion on the CW? Can you not get away with that? Maybe they're trying not to say it so like it doesn't pop up flagged word to get like abortion crazy people on it. Or I something. guess they're like you know that's what they mean, mm-hmm. but they're going around it. We say all the words on this show. Yes. Well, not all the words. Well, not all the words. <laughs> Uh, our pledge to you is no racial slurs. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Um. So she just gets pissed. Yes. As I call him out on all this, she ends up like shoving him in the neck. Yeah. She tries to like Austin strangle him. punch him. <laughs> and, and and then she throws in his face. You're gonna do to her what you tried to do to me. Oh! What? Oh! What? And then it comes out that. He tried to force, or he did have uh, Alice get get an abortion. Wait, does, was it clear to you that it did happen? That she did I, have it done? I took it as they she was pregnant before Polly. I took it as Polly was a high school baby that she that, that uh, he tried to get taken care of and didn't. Maybe we'll find out. I mean, I guess it could be that way because everyone, Paul, or Betty lines up in age with everyone else. Mm-hmm. They got married after high school and everything. But it, it almost sounded to me like it did happen. You did this to me and you were going to do it to her. Yeah, yeah, that follows. That, that was, that's, yeah. I would probably need to re-listen to it to listen to the exact <laughs> language they used. But I, t- I took it as that it did happen. Because he said, he was saying stuff also like, you were too young. Mm-hmm. And there was no example of, like, look what happened. That's Look at true. what happened with us. It was, you were too young. We did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right now. She says, uh, Polly is moving home. And he's like, hell she is. I won't, I won't be a part of raising a child with blossom blood. And she <laughs> just tells him to get the fuck out. And I think by now you know what I'm capable of. Ooh. What? Get out, get out. I don't want you here when Polly gets home. And mm-hmm. it's just like... Archie so on guitar. Ar- Archie is in his room and mm-hmm. Jughead comes in and, and... And they have their heart-to-heart. Heart-to-heart. He's like, I was, I, was af- I was afraid that stuff was true. It's why I never said anything. I didn't... It's my dad. It's my family. I, I didn't want 
to find out any of this was true. And uh, she's all like, you, you, can, you can talk to me. You mean, you're, you're like my brother. <laughs> and, like, and he's like, nice bro whisper, Archie. <laughs> Are you afraid your bedroom is bugged? <laughs> is there whisper? someone out the window? <laughs> Archiekins? <laughs> Are you afraid of your own feelings, you massive moron? It was just so weird. So then we're back at the trailer park and Skeet is stuffing Jason's jacket into a bag. And, and he, whatever evidence we will probably else. find out soon in and a duffel. He, he gives it to Joaquin. And it. And Joaquin he, is a plant. Joaquin's a double he's, agent. He's like, how's it going with Kevin? It's good. He thinks we're legit. What the fuck? Joaquin is an undercover lover. But then, but then Joaquin brings up the fact, well, he really likes me, like for real. And Joaquin like, is torn. Ah, ah, and Skeet just laughs in his face. And Joaquin just Joaquin's <laughs> feelings are true. He's he's it is the perfect like undercover cop going native, but he's an undercover criminal. And people are confessing that they're brothers, and this is this is the perfect episode to come out shortly before a Fast and the Furious film. Because <laughs> it's family, man! It's family! <laughs> but I gotta say, I better get fucking Kevin and Joaquin Date out of this before this all comes out. Yeah. And things get tense, okay? I want to see a cute, actual date. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Skeet shows up, and I always say Skeet, I... Everyone better know who I'm talking about by this point. FP. Skeet. Jughead Sr. Skeet. Okay. Uh, he shows up with some of his guys to the construction site. And he's like... He knows where to find some out-of-work burly men. Yes. We're yeah. here. We're going to do it. Uh, and so then he wanders off with Hermione Lodge, though, to fill out some paperwork and brings up the fact that he found out who the guys beating up the generator were, and they were they from were, up north. They were some Canadian bruisers. Uh, who had a connection to Hiram. The one of his guys was in jail with one of those guys. Yeah. And he's from Montreal, and we know what Montreal means. It means Hiram, which is news to me, that that's yeah. what Montreal means. So, and then he brings up the fact, well, it must mean that he knew knew about your little love fest with uh, Fred over here. So he's trying to sabotage his own business. Yes. And the question is, who ratted you out? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Betty is with Polly and she's like, mom didn't know about the appointment. She didn't know you can come home. Dad's not there. You'll be safe. And, and Polly takes this well. Mm-hmm. And she starts packing her bags, and she gets out of this old-fashioned taxi at Rose Thorn. Thornhill. At, at Thornhill. At Thornhill. She goes up to the door with the Creepy Blossom family. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Father Blossom has scalped a man 30 years his junior and is wearing that as a wig. Yes. I do not like his hair. <laughs> it's bad. And, and Betty... We see going up to her mom in tears saying, I'm sorry, I tried. Mm -hmm. And Alice just breaks, crying into she, her daughter's arms. She sent away her husband in order to have her daughter, but her daughter didn't come. Yeah. It's the one time Alice is remotely human. Yeah. And that is how the episode that's, ends. That's it. That's the end. <sighs> yeah. So, predictions? 
It we was... talked about the ring. The ring's going to come back. That was it. That was going to be a thing. Well, Joaquin is totally going to get found out, and Kevin's going to be very upset. Or maybe he'll put Kevin in an awkward situation where, like, he has to either come clean or, like, keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, but I better get a date and some kissing out of it beforehand. There will be a whole episode that is about Kevin uh, keeping secrets and not knowing who he can trust. Joaquin's going to come clean, but not all the way, and we won't know whether that's part of like his play or he's actually being won over to the side of good, sweet boys. Yeah. Yes. Smithers is the one who ratted out Hermione uh, to Hiram. Yeah. We have not seen a lot of Smithers, which is why I think the butler did it. The butler, butler did always it. did it. Butler did it. The Blossoms are going to like lock up Polly mm-hmm. within their mansion and she like won't be able to leave because all the doors will be locked and she won't have a key and they're going to have to like break her out. Like Cheryl will have to break her out. It's twins. It's going to be a home birth that the Blossoms control. They won't tell anyone it's twins and only give one of them to the, the Coopers. And then they'll say Polly died in labor. Keep the other for themselves. And then, but really, like, Polly's, like, locked in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I think this is going. Yeah. Let's let's uh, cross some streams. Let's tie up some loose ends to each other. Once Joaquin is is swayed to virtue and and uh, the, the light side of the force, uh-huh. he is going to give Kevin the antique ring in, in a slip-up of, of his evidence retention duties. Yes. Oh. Do gay teen boys give each other rings? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've never been one myself. I mean, I don't... Do, do straight teens give each other rings? I didn't give you one, no. No. I gave you several necklaces and earrings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. So no more than any other teens. Anything can happen. It's Riverdale. I mean, I guess if they get engaged... They could, get, they could get engaged. These kids are simultaneously 14 and 24. Anything can happen. Yeah, you know. I mean, maybe Joaquin's like really like 27 and really he's like robbing the cradle. <laughs> so that's predictions. Let's start our semi-new segment where we look at Instagram confessions. Yes. Which... Now, if you stayed with us through our break time bonus episodes, mm-hmm. you'll recognize this from uh, bonus number two. Yes. Where we got half of our content from the Instagram Riverdale fandom. It's a never ending font and we're going to dip right back yes. into it. Which I will say that it's a little, um, there's not a lot to pick from this week because we haven't had an episode in a couple weeks. So I pulled a lot for last time. Right. Because we record immediately after the yes. episode airs, so next, it hasn't been flooded yet. Next week, I'll have a ton about Relating this episode. to this episode. Uh, well, this one really isn't a confession. I just love the way this person said this. Uh, they said, Juggy Boo is my favorite guy in Riverdale because he's such a precious small bean. No, his sister is the bean. <laughs> Juggy Boo. <laughs> I just like, they said Juggy Boo. Has anyone been described as a cinnamon roll? Have you come across no, that one? I haven't come across a cinnamon roll. Okay. Is that a thing? Maybe that's more of a Tumblr thing. What's a cinnamon roll? Kevin's the cinnamon roll of this show. So so the three, the, the few confessions I did find are all uh, related to Skeet, FB. Uh, so this one says, I think Jughead's dad killed Jason thinking that he was Archie to take revenge of Fred Andrews for firing him and ruining his family. So this person thinks a lot like Archie does in this episode. Yes. 
there you go. What did they know there? I think Jughead's dad has the jacket because he thinks Jughead killed Jason and was trying to protect him in his own way. Huh. I don't know why they think Jughead did it. Wouldn't destroying the... You know what? It's fine. burn it or something? It's fine. This is a drama with many twists and turns. This one's funny. This one's f- I think Jughead's dad burned the car because there was evidence that he was buying drugs from Jason. Y'all got your supply and demand <laughs> right? backwards. Right? I'm like, um, no. Opposite. Opposite. Th- those were really the only new ones I found. Um, I did like, this isn't a confession, but I like this um, write-up someone did. So... Veronica, my dad is in prison and my mom is conducting illegal activity. Betty, I think my parents are murderers and are in a blood feud with another family. Jughead, I'm homeless and my dad is a part of a notorious criminal gang. Archie, I want to sing and play football. <laughs> Three exclamation points. This, that's, that's Riverdale right there. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's the perfect uh, sum you, up there. You figured it out. Thank you, Instagram person. Yeah, the, I mean, that's really all I got this week. I'm waiting for the juicy, juicy stuff next week oh that last scene with uh joaquin will set the teens on fire there's so much that's gonna come out of this one so much (laughs) you know what i figured out about cheryl blossom in this episode and why i love her well yes what she is this show's assistant uh director skinner Ah. she is (laughs) if this were the x-files cheryl would be skinner yes bald middle-aged man okay She's not in a lot of episodes much, but when she is, it's a great moment. And every once in a while, there's an all Cheryl episode and you wait for it. Yeah. (laughs) She just comes in with a bang. Yes. We're here! And really, making this comparison, I want to see Cheryl beat someone up. Yeah, she'd be vicious. Because you know she wouldn't be a puncher. She'd be like a scratcher with her nails (laughs) and just like rip someone's eyeball out and make them eat it. I know you did that on stage once. <laughs> and I dream of it for Cheryl. She's going to rip that spider or cherry or... Oh, and then just which, claw someone with it. It's a spider. Whichever brooch it happens to be, it's she has several. Yeah, she she likes to wear the spider a lot, though. Yeah. She has a couple spiders, actually, in different shades. <laughs> That's my girl. She has, like, a gold one and then, like, a black one. Yeah. The, the black one is poison-tipped. Oh, shit. I'm going to die. Uh, now is the time for our other recurring segment, uh-huh. where we learn a little more about the, the source material, yeah. where we take a look at the transition from page to screen yeah. of uh, one of our characters. So, Darlin, yeah. as our resident Archie Comics expert, why don't you ask me about Kevin Keller? Okay, I'm going to ask you, what can you tell me about Kevin? <laughs> When I primarily read the comics, Kevin didn't exist. Yeah. This is the eighth time we've done this segment. Yes. So let's start by explaining what I mean when I call you our Archie Comics expert. I've read a lot of them. Yeah. You read a lot of them as a kid Uh in like the the digest format. Yes. Available in grocery stores. Yes. I had... And and other such places. About... They're still at my mom's house where I grew up. And I would say there's probably like four bookshelves worth. <laughs> or not like full bookshelves, but shelves on a bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Archie Digest. And those are basically greatest hits of of many, many years yes. worth. Yes. But they couldn't tell the future. No. And Kevin Keller was introduced in the year twenty ten. Yes. And and some of the newer stuff I have read, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. And 
I was I was not in my main Archie reading time at that point. Which is why I did my homework yeah. for this episode. So like I mentioned, Kevin Keller was introduced in the year 2010 uh, in the pages of Veronica number 202 or something. Something like something that. Something like that. And it was a fantastically selling issue. In fact, it was the first reprint in the 70 year or so history of Archie comics up to that point. And yet he's just your average... Uh, good boy teen. His father is a colonel in the army, which mm-hmm. is why he, he moved around, including to Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, he eventually makes a lot of friends with Archie and the gang. He, he loves food almost as much as Jughead and more than just about anyone else in town. He, he got elected student body president, and uh, he is the first openly gay character in Archie comics. Yes. He's... Like I say, an, an all-American good boy, there's not that much to him, in part because he's only seven years old yeah, compared to these others. he hasn't existed that long. And and also that sort of tricky tokenism of, oh, you're going to make the only gay character in your whole series have that flaw? What are you saying? You know, w- without a bigger slice of diversity, there's pressure to just keep your characters squeaky clean and inoffensive. Yeah. So so Kevin's hampered by that a little bit, but I like him anyway. Yeah. He's he's a good good boy. He's not a boring good boy. Yeah. How how I guess would you compare uh, from page to screen, then. His hair is way too dark I know. in Riverdale. I'm telling you, they ran out of hair dye budget because everyone else dyes their hair, and they're just like, sorry... We just don't got any money left. No, uh, I, th- I think Riverdale's writers are much less afraid of stereotyping because they're aiming for the very specific television gay best friend trope stereotype rather than any actual gay person stereotype. Yeah. And they sort of thread that needle by making Kevin the character love being that kind of person and love being thought of that way, especially by the rich socialite who just moved into town. Yeah. Like any any time Veronica gives him that opportunity, he leaps at it. Yes. He he enjoys those things, those moments. <laughs> Just like everything, it it's a heightened thing. Like I don't think there would ever be an oh my god, I love your shoes moment in the pages of Archie, even though it's one of the best moments of this episode. Yes, it was so good. It was it was one of those things if you blinked you would have missed it type thing. So don't miss it. It's good. So good. Kevin, I think, is most famous for what he grows up to do in the Life with Archie series that showed uh, the Riverdale gang as older 20-somethings. Mm-hmm. Every issue was split in half. In one story was what would happen if Archie grew up to marry Betty. The other half is what would happen if he grew up to marry Veronica. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things stayed the same in both. Like, in both, Kevin uh, followed in his dad's footsteps, went off to war, got injured, then fell in love with and married his... um, Physical therapist? His physical therapist named Clay. And then he ran for Senate on a, a platform for gun control. And so the final issue of Life with Archie is, uh, I think it's right after... Uh, election day or inauguration day and kevin has won his senate seat i think it's election day and and they're having a a, they're having a big party at pops which Uh jughead now owns and operates of course he does 
And this gun owner that is not a big fan of gun control tries to assassinate Kevin, but Archie takes the bullet for him and dies. Yep. Kevin is famous just for being the first openly gay character in Archie Comics, but if you had to, like, describe a Kevin story, that's the one that made the news. Yeah. <laughs> because it's the one where Archie died. Yes. Like, that that, that made the rounds in, like, all the, like, <gasps> they killed Archie! <laughs> yes, Archie's still around and they killed him type mm-hmm. news stories. That kind of sums him up. That's Kevin. That's basically. Kevin. He's a nice boy, and they made him a fabulous nice boy. A want-to-be-fabulous nice boy. He's trying so hard. Yeah. But he's still in small-town upstate New York. Yeah. I, I feel like Veronica has given him, like, finally something came to town that appreciates him the way it should type thing. He's like, yes! I, I think that's an aspect to the whole characterization of the teens. Yeah. Not the town as a whole, but the teens that we haven't really touched on is that Riverdale is a small town that operates in old-fashioned small-town ways, but they're in 2017. Yes. And they know it, and they all feel trapped. Yeah. And part of Veronica's whole deal is that she provides this window into the grander, greater outside world and, and that, that they only dreamed of. And I think it's part of a... a reason that they all seem to know everything about Veronica yeah is that these small town teens want to live uh, want to taste the big city life and that means watching TMZ and reading us weekly yeah and so they know everything about Veronica yeah one thing I've always thought was strange is that it's such a small town but it has like a distinct south side yes I'm like what I, when I think of small town, I think of where I grew up, that town that had one traffic light. Like, Hey, my town there, had two traffic lights. Yeah, like, there was no south side to the town. <laughs> there, there was just town, and that's it. And if you blinked, you missed it. And I'm just like, wait, how many people are really living in Riverdale? That's what I want. I want a population count. And then I'm going to probably be like, you know, your town's not that small. Well, we can't count everyone because they tore down the drive-in theater. <laughs> There's no place for that mall to go. Yeah. Well, I got some questions to ask you now. Oh. What do you think of that trailer? Oh my God, the trailer. So Cheryl's setting up this like yearly ceremony. Th- this shit. Blossom family tradition. And I think it's like maple syrup tapping. Yeah. Yes. With, like, praying to the maple syrup gods and giving them an offering. The reason we know she's arranging this is because she needs a date and it's going to be Archie. And everyone's wearing red. Yeah, he finally puts on a new coat. I'm excited to see a wardrobe change for this poor boy. He kind of looks like a circus, like, ringleader. (laughs) He does. He he looks like he's running a Vegas circus. That's what it is. He doesn't have tails. It's a bit more fitted. Like a magician. Yes, yes. That's what it is. And they make out. They make out. Archie has kissed Veronica. He uh-huh. has kissed Valerie. He will kiss Cheryl. What's a Betty gotta do? Well, Betty's got a jughead to kiss. That's true, and she's much better off that way. I think it's a better situation right now. That, I mean, that was like the I mean, primary stuff in the trailer. That's the thrust. And mm-hmm. I am hyped because this is going to be. It looks. Like, the costume department had a wonderful time. It's going to be the episode where Skinner gets haunted by that old lady ghost. 
Maybe, well, maybe they're going to like cut their hand and drop blood into the maple syrup stream. Oh, I bet that happens. So the gra- it, it river flows of maple syrup and blood. And, ooh, 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 maybe, like, Archie's the sacrifice. And now that they have Polly, <laughs> they finally have uh, Cooper blood to, mm-hmm. like, rid them of the curse. Because there's a curse. See, they, they need to have a virgin sacrifice. So they're bringing Archie in. <laughs> he still thinks that the stork leaves a crystal under a cabbage leaf. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Archie doesn't open his eyeballs or his ears. <laughs> Like, all those Grundy sex scenes, he did not know what that was. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if Grundy comes back and she's knocked up? <gasps> or, or, what if she comes back and it's actually someone else's baby, but she says it's Archie's? What? Yeah. But really, we find out it's like Reggie's once it's born. So, uh, thanks for sticking with us over the break. Mm-hmm. And we promise not to do it to you again. Oh, wait. They don't make this every single week forever? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it would really help us out if you gave us a, a rating and review on iTunes. You have seven iTunes reviews now, and I really like them. They make me happy. Thank you. You can also tell a friend. Mm-hmm. You can tell your friends, your best buddies. Uh, if your friend is uh, Casey Cott, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you you start hearing other people using the term sex, Archie... Let them know there's a show that exists <laughs> and that they're stealing our name. Yeah. And that they should listen to us and then they can use it. They owe us either 10 bucks or a listen. And yeah. really, what's be- the better deal? Yeah. So uh, we will get right back with some uh, blood red action next week. But for now, I'm Grant. And I'm Elena. And from us here at Sex Archie. Nice bro whisper. Sugar. Ah, oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl, and you got me rocking you. Break it down, won't you, please? Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. You are my candy girl, and you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And you got me, and you got me, and you got me.